Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another video. Today we're going to talk about a rumor that's going on with the Ahsoka show, and you may have heard Josh and I speak about this on Nerd Theory a couple of days ago. Now this is something that I want to go into more detail, just, you know, you and me, and it's in regards to Ahsoka going into a place called, and we're going to pull the article up here in a minute, a place called The Beyond. And apparently the show is going to focus a lot on, you know, not just the Force, but magic. And in Star Wars, we have seen quite a bit of magic in the Clone Wars and the animated shows. And if you go deep into the lore of, let's say, legends, comic books, and books, you will know that Palpatine himself used Sith alchemy quite a bit. And Sith alchemy was a thing. What we will discover with Sith alchemy or alchemy in by itself, you know, force magic or witch magic or whatever you want to call it, whatever it is in Star Wars, I find that to be really interesting because there's now an a another aspect of the force, we could really kind of name it as, that we haven't really gone into any depth of. And with the force, we could still learn more every day, right? But we have at least known about it for like 50 years now. And in the prequel trilogy, Qui-Gon goes into a little bit of depth with the midichlorians. And of course, in the original trilogy, we learn a bit, a bit about it with Obi-Wan in A New Hope to Luke. And then, of course, with Yoda as well on Dagobah. It's, it binds all things together. It's in the rock. It's, it's in everything. It's not this crude matter, right? So that's cool. But now what are we going to learn about the Sith magic? How did the Night Sisters, Darth Maul's mother and the Night Sisters who were on Dathomir, how did they use dark side magic? How did they use their magic? What exactly is that going to lead to? Is it more powerful than the Force? Is it leading to a different aspect of the Force that we don't really know yet what can be uncovered or unraveled from this discovery? Is there a whole nother sect of the galaxy that really triumphs over the Force by using magic? And now we're getting into a completely different space in Star Wars if they want to go into that avenue because we could have wizards and witches. Now, we already have witches with the Night Sisters, so are we going to get wizards at some point? Now, personally, I think Palpatine is a wizard himself, as well as a Sith Lord. Palpatine was like a jack of all trades. He knew every single form of lightsaber combat. He knew how to use Sith alchemy, magic, witchcraft. He knew how to use the Force and the dark side of the Force at that, and very well. So, let's go ahead and read this article. The few times I was out at the set recently, coming from uh, makingstarwars.net, I had meetings with sources and learned a few interesting things about Skeleton Crew and Ahsoka. Now, Skeleton Crew is a show coming out as well. Uh, it's a Star Wars show, and it focuses on... It's kind of like the Goonies. It focuses on a bunch of kids, I think, who uh, come from a whole bunch of different places in the galaxy, and they're all coming together, and they have to go on a quest, and they're like a crew. They're crew, crew skeletons. What? At the moment, I only have the implication Ahsoka Tano herself makes a guest appearance in the series and the shows did film simultaneously. To be clear, there's strong implication that Ahsoka Tano is in Skeleton Crew to some extent, but take it as a rumor, not a promise. In the Ahsoka series, Thrawn and Ezra end up in the Beyond, or New Space, for a time after the events of Star Wars Rebels. I'm not sure if that's what the region is called or if that is the shorthand title for the setting, the region is a completely new and unexplored area of the Star Wars universe that differs from what we have had in books and comics. This region views and uses the Force differently than how our existing Star Wars stories have in the past. 
It was also implied that magic users in the Star Wars universe we have seen before originate from this very place. And we have seen outcasts from there in past Star Wars tales, both Ivana Sakno and Diana Lee Inosanto in Ahsoka have connections to this locale in Skeleton Crew. At this moment, I have more positive hits on Ivana Sakno being a Night Sister Light Sister than playing Harrison Dula. Let me remind you, we are talking rumors here. That said, Lars Mikkelsen is playing Thrawn with haunting red eyes and all. So, okay, so I mean, Harrison Dula would be cool to see, but seeing a Night Sister, that's someone that we would like to really dive more into depth. Because not only are they extremely rare and at this point, you know, kind of extinct after, you know, Grievous and, and everything that happened in the Clone Wars, but we also got to see a little bit more of their side with Marin in Jedi Fallen Order. And I, for one, would like to know more about their sort of almost extinct people. They were very interesting. They were very powerful and very strong. If you remember, there were a lot of moments where the Night Sister, like, was screwing around with Dooku using Sith, using using this dark side magic or this magic. Remember, like, when he got those, like, weird boils on his face? Like, he got, it was like he was in high school again. He like, acne. That was because the Night Sister was messing with him and using some, some, like, putting a hex on him. It was also implied that magic users in the Star Wars universe we have seen before arranged. Remember when we first heard about Skeleton Crew, the article goes on to say, and the rumors were it took place in High Republic era? I think the wires might have been crossed and someone heard New Era and reduced it to the High Republic. The truth is it seems to be a New Era, not a New Era. When the children in Skeleton Crew end up lost in space, we the audience will be as lost as they are. Most of our previous Star Wars knowledge of the universe will be irrelevant as this is a new universe in the same timeline, reality and continuity. So as they explore the universe trying to make their way home, we are with them for that journey. In other words, if reality resembles the way things sound at the moment, do not expect our new cast to explore a greatest hits of Star Wars past locations. They are the place the furthest from it all. This is also really fun. Now we can see planets that we've never seen before. This was a gripe that George Lucas had with the sequel trilogy, at least with The Force Awakens, was he mentioned that all the planets look the same. All the planets look like things he's already done before. Desert, you know, sand, you got ice and you know, it's it's all the same crap. And one thing he really liked about making his movies was that he made every single one feel different, which is very true. You look at A New Hope, it feels completely different than Empire Strikes Back, which feels different than Return of the Jedi. Phantom Menace 2 and 3 all feel different from each other. The planets look different, everything looks different, everything seems different, feels different. And this allows for more of a world building and it's not so small and claustrophobic where everything kind of just seems the same, like it's just playing on itself, you know, like one's sandy and hot, one's icy. It's like, well, there's a little bit of a difference. And if they are, they look different, completely different from one another. Whereas, you know, it didn't really happen the sequels, at least with um, The Force Awakens. The rumor is that Ahsoka will introduce the concepts that Skeleton Crew will explore. The issues from Skeleton Crew are likely to impact the fourth season of The Mandalorian. However, since that has yet to film, it is an assumption of my sources at this time, but they see it as a given, considering what the kids and skeleton crew encounter out there. So, okay, here's what I think. And this is something the article was touching on, too. Ron returning from this place, having learned how to use magic, because, like, only a certain amount of people can use the Force, correct? Now, I know George has said that everyone can use the Force, it just really depends on, like, how much you want to use it, right? Like... Uh, everyone can learn karate, but it just matters how much you train and practice. The thing with magic is that literally everybody can pick it up. 
you just have to apply yourself. I think the rules are a little bit different than the Force. In Star Wars, regardless of what George said, in Star Wars, it seems like there is a bit of a bias. Like the Chosen One, for example. Anakin was so gifted he didn't really have to try as hard, let's say, as maybe some of the other students who tried extremely hard. Obi-Wan, for example. Probably one of the most pathetic Force users ever, but it was his sheer will and his sheer ability to stay disciplined and keep training, keep practicing, that made him so powerful where he could even somewhat rival Anakin in Revenge of the Sith on Mustafar. And with Anakin, who like barely trained at this point, was still so much younger and didn't have... He had 13 years of training. Obi-Wan had, I think, more than 30 at this point in Revenge of the Sith, or late, almost like 20 years. So he had a lot more training than Anakin did. And he had training, proper training from Qui-Gon, Yoda, and so on and so forth, going through so many more missions since he was a kid. So for me, I feel like while Obi-Wan was extremely gifted, Anakin, beyond being just powerful. So for me, I feel like while Obi-Wan was powerful, he wasn't necessarily the most gifted. And while everyone can use the Force, sure, according to what George said, because that's what he says and that's what it is, I think there's a bias with certain midichlorians and things like that, where it really depends on who you are and how powerful you can become, like Palpatine, for example. He's the most powerful character, I believe, in Star Wars, you know, after what happened to Anakin, since he couldn't reach his potential. So for me, I feel like it really does matter if you have that certain gift or not when it comes to using the Force. But I wonder with using, using magic, if that's still the same thing. If the rule still states that you have to have some sort of a ability to be able to wield the Force the same way as you would with magic. I think Thrawn picking up magic would be a lot easier for him than trying to use the Force. So, because I'm pretty sure he would probably use the Force if he could, but it doesn't really work that way. Right? Not everyone's a broom boy. So I would imagine if he comes back knowing how to use magic or at least has befriended magician mages and wizards and witches, that would be a very powerful Thrawn and a very powerful fleet, very powerful navy. So for him to have these sort of connections and maybe even being able to learn how to use magic himself makes him a very formidable opponent. Now, a lot of people may not like that because they like the fact that he's purely a brain. It doesn't have to rely on the force or, you know, magical powers and things like that. And I dig that. I like that, too. He's like Spock. You know, he's very, very intelligent and very intelligent with war and battle strategies. Now, when it comes to him being in this beyond or dead space place, will Ezra have turned to the dark side? Will he be able to use magic? Will Thrawn? Will Thrawn have these friends? Will Thrawn be able to manipulate certain aspects of time with magic? How powerful can magic go? We know that Palpatine used it when he tried to reach into the world between worlds, so really, what can Thrawn do with this if he can manipulate people to work for him who are really powerful with magic or befriend them? The article goes on to pretty much finish. Once again, this article is about the rumors I've heard that seem to have some legitimacy to them, so take them as rumors. It will be fun to look back on this and see how many of these concepts are actually in the series Soon, I will have some follow-up stories about the grounded and verified elements that I have heard in the last few months. So, for me, I really like the fact that they're starting to expand a little bit and go into something else besides just the Force, which I love. I think it's really cool. But to have something that rivals the Force, which we've already established in Star Wars with the Night Sisters and Clone Wars and in Rebels with magic, I think is something that would be really neat. Like, there's a lot that we can dive into and a lot we can learn. 
and I think it's going to be really fun to go into there. So you guys let me know what you think about Magic, if we're going to see more of that in Ahsoka or Skeleton Crew or have like a crossover with Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew, maybe where she's going to help the kids. I guess we'll see. We'll find out how the shows will play into each other. Anyways, thanks for watching this video and listening to my thoughts on it. Let me know what your thoughts are too. Hope you have a great day. Leave a like on this one on your way out, and I'll see you in the next video on Star Wars Theory. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.